Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And welcome back to the show. And again, just a quick reminder that next Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday is our summer skip day. And it's a four-person scramble. It's the sixth and final tournament of the summer. We've had these for 14 years now. It's just amazing. And they've, they've remained very popular, uh, especially since COVID for that matter. And, uh, this, the switching it to Madison Country Club three years ago, uh, now has enabled us to have a shotgun, uh, at 10 o'clock that morning so that everybody finishes at the same time. And it's just worked out great. So you'll get food, you'll get appetizers on the course. There's tons of prizes, uh, and it's a phenomenal value. It's 60 bucks to play and another 20 bucks for mulligans. And that all goes to feeding South Dakota. So I'm kind of expecting everybody to get mulligans. So, uh, and, and that, you know, they're fun to have in your pocket just in case you need them. Our next guest, uh, speaking of fun, our next guest is, uh, one of the, one of the fun guests that we have on from time to time. I wish it could be more often, but he's a busy guy. Uh, Dick Bramer joins us from Seattle. And Dick, it's been, as voice of the twins, I, this feels like one of the strangest seasons <laughs> you've probably ever had. Is that accurate? Yeah. I mean, we waited uh, for the entire first half of the year for this lineup to click and produce runs more consistently. Then we get to the all-star break and they've done exactly that five games in a row where they've, uh, had really good at bats, a better approach at the plate. 10 runs last night, so maybe what we will see in the second half is more of what we expected in the first half. Well, it's, it's been really almost a, and, and my team's been the same way, although I had higher expectations for the Twins. It's been a roller coaster where, you know, for five or six games in a row, both of those teams look great, and then it's like, did you guys forget to hit? Uh, you know, and then 10 days later, they're hitting like crazy again. It's been just weird. And in talking with Seattle manager Scott Service the other day and uh, the other um, uh, Seattle people connected to the Mariners, they've had the same type of year here. They uh, got to the playoffs last year and had high expectations this year, and it hasn't clicked for them, although they had a nice run right before the All-Star break. Now they're struggling out of the break. They lost two out of three to Detroit and uh, have split the first two games here in Seattle. So it's a it's a problem in baseball this year for a lot of teams, and uh, let's just hope that the Twins cured whatever uh, the problem was in the first half, and uh, we can expect to see, uh, you know, maybe not from the people we thought, because, uh, frankly, the guys that have been leading the way have been the least experienced guys like Kirilov and Julian, but, uh, hey, 10 runs are 10 runs, and... Uh, We'll see what happens here tonight. They'll have a tough assignment tonight with Luis Castillo on the mound for Seattle. Well, last night was uh, almost a record-setting night in Major League Baseball. I think it was, was it nine teams that were in double digits? Uh, Twelve, actually. And uh, across the game, there was, what, just under 200 runs scored Yikes. Uh, in, in Major League Baseball. The Twins finally got uh, to 10 uh, last night with a couple of solo home runs in the ninth inning. But, uh, you know, I mean, just if you... If anybody was watching or listening to the game last night, that was just a perfect example of what you talked about, what a weird season it has been so far. Bailey Ober, first time through the batting order, gave up seven hits. He's pretty stingy in giving up hits, but then he gave up seven hits to the fir- in the first nine at-bats. Was lucky, frankly, that the Twins were only down three to two, 
and then he didn't give up a hit the rest of the way. And I don't know how you explain it. Usually, you know, it's the third time through the order that starting pitchers uh, have problem innings like that. But for Bailey, he hadn't pitched in more than a week and a half, and he really struggled in that first inning. We hope to have him in, uh, on a microphone as part of our uh, telecast tonight. But he found something, maybe a comfort level that he didn't have in that very first inning after the long break, but uh, he was outstanding again last night. Yeah, that's weird. Usually they uh, that's one of the reasons why they've started pulling pitchers after about five innings because the, the statistics show that the third time through is when you get hammered. Right, and that's uh, in spring training. Sonny Gray said, "Hey, you know, we want to pitch deeper into the ball game." Well, it is within the pitcher's control when they give you a third time through the order. Uh, don't be taken out with one out and the bases loaded because that's kind of what happened a lot last year. And the Twin starters, for the most part, have done a really good job with that this year. It's uh, you know, the Twins needed a good start from Ober last night because the other four guys in the rotation uh, really kind of struggled. Uh, coming out of the break uh, in the three games in Oakland and the first game here uh, on a Thursday night, so or Monday night, I guess it was. So uh, we'll see what happens. We are hopeful that the Twins' strength will still be its starting pitching because if that's the case, this team should win the division and could uh, do some damage in the postseason. Who's What player has been your most pleasant surprise this year? Well, the pleasant surprise, probably Eddie Julian. He didn't even have a major league at bat, and what he has shown – uh, in terms of his attitude, his approach at the plate, it's like somebody who's been here seven, eight years already. And uh, he's got eight home runs. He hit his eighth home run last night. Four of them have been pulled, and four of them have been hit to the opposite field. His hits are equally spread all over the field. Same two for Alex Kirilov. And these guys are the least experienced guys in the lineup. And now maybe, hopefully, uh, Carlos Correa has found something hitting out of the leadoff spot. Hopefully Byron Buxton will get things squared away, and uh, this will be a really fun team to watch when they're hitting. Yeah, Buxton's been really struggling, hasn't he? He's had three or four really long stretches where he looks absolutely lost at the plate. Uh, he was not in the lineup uh, last night. Uh, I don't know, frankly, what they're going to do when Jorge Polanco comes off the injured list probably within the week. Uh, it may involve... And please understand, I don't know anything. I haven't talked with anyone about this, but it may involve an injured list yeah. uh, stint for Buxton just to kind of, you know, let his body heal a little bit and, and kind of clear his head. But, uh, you know, they're going to have to do something because they want Polanco in the lineup, and you simply cannot take Julian's bat out of the lineup right now. He spells his name funny, though. How's that? Edward. Oh, well, yeah, he's got all the vowels uh, <laughs> in the middle that you could possibly have, I think, except uh, uh, the I. The I is not in there. Yeah, so I looked there's, at there's it no I in Edward. Yeah, so. this, is, this, is, this is different. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I've taken to just writing Eddie on my score sheet each night just because I mix up the vowels all the time, and I, I, I probably have gotten the correct spelling of his name right about a third of the time. I'm going to go with Eddie from now on, too. That's a good Yeah, idea. okay. <laughs> Thank you. Did you see where the guy with the longest name in the majors now uh, for the for the Reds last night? He had a pinch hit, three-run homer or whatever for his first major league hit? Yeah, I don't and, know whether that counts, though, because he's got a hyphen in the middle of it, I, I believe. I, I don't uh, think Encarnacion Strand, right. But, uh, you know, he came out of the Twins organization. The Twins gave him up to get Tyler Malley last year. 
at the trade deadline. And Mally, of course, has been uh, on the shelf now for most of the season with Tommy John surgery. Uh, but the Reds, you know, the Reds have a nearly full roster of guys like Eddie Julian, who just popped up out of the minor league, started hitting right away. They are a very exciting team to watch. They're in a little bit of a funk right now. Milwaukee kind of kicked them to the curb in a couple of series before and after the All-Star break. But, you know, we're seeing youth uh, movements uh, in organizations throughout Major League Baseball. And for the Twins, that means Julian. It means, uh, you know, Jordan Balazovic on the mound. Uh, you know, frankly, though, one of the best-kept secrets on this team is the guy who pitched last night. Last night was his sixth straight quality start. Bailey Ober is one of the better starting pitchers in the American League right now. Hmm. Well, as as you know, uh, you can have all the great offense in the world, but if you don't have good pitching, you're not going anywhere in the postseason. And I, I think you hit it on the, the nail on the head with your your comment earlier that if the pitching, starting pitching in particular, can stay strong, that should give twin fans reason for optimism, even though their record isn't the greatest. Right, and uh, the one-loss record for the starters isn't good because the lineup wasn't producing many runs. And an interesting thing has happened here uh, so far in the second half. It's the relievers that have kind of helped the Twins win four out of five out of the break, and that was kind of a tender spot for this Twins roster uh, before the break. So, you know, these things tend to go in cycles, and we hope that the starting pitching remains pretty stable uh, because if uh, the bullpen uh, with guys starting to find some roles a little bit, and they're going to get Caleb Thielbar back in a couple of weeks and Brock Stewart, who was outstanding and is hoping to come back in a couple of weeks too. Uh, this pitching staff hopefully will uh, have what it takes to not only get to the postseason, but then, as I said, do some damage once they get there. Now, is the fact that they're in the Central Division, is there a little more pressure because you know darn well you're not going to probably get a wild card the only way you're going to make the playoffs is to win the division. You see what I'm saying? Well, where in the East, there could be three teams that get in. Right. I, I, I guess you know, I, I'm not too concerned about that. The Twins have played themselves into the situation that they're in uh, by not playing real well in the first half. And so whoever wins the American League Central, uh, let's hope, A, that they have a winning record. We don't know that for sure. Right. But whoever wins the division, uh, will have beaten, you know, four inferior teams. Uh, and, and maybe given how the division is played with the struggles that the Royals are having, the, the White Sox are maybe, and this is saying something, but the White Sox might be the most, uh, underachieving team in baseball this year. And Detroit is kind of hot and cold and still well below 500. The Guardians lost again this afternoon. They've got some bullpen issues now coming out of the break. Uh, somebody's going to win the division, and I, right now I I saw on fan graphs or whatever it was the other day the Twins have a, what, 65% chance of making the playoffs. They just need to play better baseball than they have, and I think the division will take care of itself. Right. But I think, you know, Twins fans are, should remember that one of the years that the Twins won the World Series title, weren't they like eight games over 500 was all? They won 85 ball games, and then a few years after that, uh, the Cardinals got into the playoffs. Uh, sneaking in with 83 wins, and they went on to win the World Series. So it, it really is true. The, the postseason, even as bloated as it is now compared to 1987 and 1991, uh, but the postseason is a tournament, and it's what team catches a spark, maybe has a really hot hitter or 
you know, really a, a strong starting pitcher that kind of leads the way. Uh, it's a whole new season. And so the key is to get there and then maybe the Twins can start making amends for their postseason failures in 2023. It's, uh, you know, when you and I were kids, our teams met for the American League championship on the last day of the regular season and the Red Sox won. That was the, impossible dream season after they... Now, why did you have to bring that up? I mean, that's one of the worst memories of my adolescence. (laughs) Well, I've got a few that are worse than that from my (laughs) perspective. One starts with Buckner. Um, Yeah, I I know. But point being, the American League sent one team to the World Series. There were no playoffs. How much more do you like it now that it is a tournament, per se? Well, it's good for the game because it keeps... Not just the teams who end up getting into the postseason, uh, keeps uh, their fans engaged, but even the ones who are, you know, contending for a postseason spot. There's interest in the game, uh, all the way down to and hopefully not beyond, uh, the 500 mark. So if your team has a winning record, say the Miami Marlins right now, they were, I think, nine games above 500, something like that. So their fan base, what's left of it, uh, is really engaged in the hopes that they'll be able to play good baseball and get to the postseason. And then, you know, again, everybody starts 0-0 in the postseason, and you hope to, you know, catch fire and, and, and make a long run. It's, it's, it's unfortunate, I think, because the run to a World Series title is so much longer than it used to be. You know, now it's a full month. And, and so, you know, Let's hope that the Twins get to the playoffs and their best baseball is waiting for them in October. And that it's not snowing out. Well, I, I think, I believe it's this year too, uh, or maybe it was last year, but the Game 7 of the World Series uh, coincided with the opening of the deer hunting season in Minnesota. <laughs> so I was imagining, uh, you know, a target field full uh, full of Twins fans, of course, and half of them wearing blaze orange. That would be an interesting sight. Yeah, you know, you go to your deer stand in the morning, you get a deer, you don't get a deer, and you leave for target field to go, go watch the Twins play. Yeah, you don't have time to go home and shower. You just Right, right. So uh, Dick Bramer joins us, the voice of the Twins. Dick, what have, uh, of, of the new rule changes this year, what have you liked and what have you not liked? Well, I think everybody almost universally really appreciates the pitch clock uh, and what they've done. Now, we've had long games on this road trip in part because the Twins and the A's and the Mariners have, you know, scored a lot of runs. So the games will run a bit, a little bit longer here uh, after the break. But my goodness, the uh, average length of game is down a half an hour from what it was last year. And given the volume of games, just think what that means, yeah. you know, times 162 i did the math early in the year and it's almost three days that we will have (laughs) that we didn't have last year um and all we've really missed is the players walk-up music and i don't miss that at all so uh it's been a great thing for the game i still don't like the extra inning rule where there's a runner at second base uh because in, in any endeavor sports or otherwise you should reward excellence, competence, or success. And so you put the guy who made the last out, he had a chance to end the game in the ninth inning, and you put him at second base, which is kind of counter to what (laughs) we try to do in life, right? So he failed to end the game in nine innings, so now let's put him at second base. I I just don't like... Well, first of all, you know, from my perspective, the thing 
I think it's great that the games are half an hour shorter. Although, from my being a baseball purist, I've never thought baseball was too slow. But it needed to happen for the younger generation so that they don't feel like they're having to go and sit through four and a half hours of baseball. I think you and I love sitting through four and a half hours of baseball. But I, 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 I thought the rule that, that sped up the game an awful lot even before this year was a pitcher out of the bullpen having to face three batters. Right. But that too was intended to speed the game up so right. we wouldn't have so many mid-inning pitching changes. But, uh, next time you go to a major league game, uh, try this and see if you're not further convinced that the pitch clock is a good idea. Fans are actually watching the game because the time between pitches has been compressed. Hmm. And instead of looking at their phones or whatever people tended to do, I think it's quite noticeable when I've gone to the games. There have been a few this year that I haven't done, and I've, I've, I've actually sat in the stands. People are actually paying more attention to the game because there's not as much downtime, and that's good for the game as well. Well, that's a, that's a good point, really good point. Uh, and I don't know, how much bigger are the bases? Does, has that made a difference at all? <laughs> it has because the success rate uh, in uh, for stolen base attempts in baseball is just under 80%, which was the threshold for what a really good base stealer was. And now everybody across the game, they're stealing at an 80% rate or just about 80%. We always remarked about Paul Molitor. He was such a great base dealer because his success rate was uh, just a touch, I think, over 80%. Well, now baseball is stealing successfully 80% of the time. The bases have something to do with it. So, too, the limited disengagements, pickoff throws, what right. have you. Yep. Uh, that's a big change as well. It, it, the game is more entertaining. There's more action. Well, I've... There's more action or there's the same amount of action compressed into a shorter amount of time. But in any case, it's really good for the game of baseball. Attendance is up. TV ratings are up. And and so I think it's a much better product than what uh, baseball had become in recent years. Shoei Otani, is he going to be worth the money we're talking about here? Well, he will be to somebody, but it won't be the Twins. It won't be the Royals. It won't be the Brewers. It won't be anybody other than a major, major market. Uh, I've got the Dodgers game uh, on my TV here in the hotel room, and the Dodgers can afford them, and a handful of other teams might be able to afford one player getting what will probably be $50 million a year times 8, Twelve. 6, 10, <laughs> whatever it's going to be. <laughs> but, I mean, he's just amazing when you think, you know, here's a guy who can do two things extraordinarily well on a baseball field, the things that people haven't done since Babe Ruth, right? Hit very well, pitch very well. Oh, and by the way, when he's pitching, he's hitting 400. I mean, he, he is just an extraordinary uh, uh, athlete, baseball player. My hope is that the Angels don't trade him because the Angels are coming to Target Field in September, and if he is still with them, uh, I'm going to encourage everybody, if you only go to one Twins game this year, come to an Angels game because you'll – be happy to say that you saw this man play. Uh, he's just a phenomenal baseball player by all accounts, just a really good guy too, but he wants to win. And the Angels, year in and year out, can't seem to get to the playoffs, and so that's why I think he doesn't have much of a future in Anaheim. Yeah, which is crazy to think they have Mike Trout and 
and Shohei Otani both on the same team, and they aren't a playoff team, but it's it's the reality. Dick, this has been great as always. Love chatting with you about baseball, and uh, uh, when you get to South Dakota to come hunting, I you know let me know. So I I know you're well, hey, that. Well, hey, you too. know, don't give up on me in your golf tournament a week from Friday. If you send a helicopter down to Kansas City and pick me up, I'll come up and play. Okay. I'll send the Calling All Sports Learjet down for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a bunch. All right, Mark. See ya. Dick Bramer, what a great guy. We will be right back. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have Great Life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly or... <laughs> can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. 
or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And again, if you're thinking about playing, Dick Bramer sounds like he's thinking about playing in our summer skip day if we send down the Learjet. It's next Friday, July 28th, 10 o'clock shotgun at Madison Country Club. Call 605-256-3991 to get your team signed up. We've still got a few spots open, but there's a limit as to how many we can fit on the golf course. And uh, I would say 30 teams max, even be comfortable with 25. But I know we have over 20 already, so if you're thinking about it, give us a call and get signed up at Madison Country Club for Summer Skip Day. Uh, by the way... Um, have you have you stopped at Arby's lately? That's the only thing we didn't do during the course of the last three days for my mom because she loves her Arby's, absolutely loves it. When I can show up with a with a bag with sandwiches for both of us and cur- curly fries, she is just ecstatic. And by the way, uh, Lewis saved my bacon a lot over the weekend with all the different things I had to get at the last minute. There's no question, Lewis is always the place to save it. For no matter what your butt is in trouble for. So thanks to Lewis in 81 thanks years. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Peg Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. Saving. 